0: It can be a dark world sometimes, don't be afraid to be a source of light, it can be a dark world sometimes, don't be afraid to be a source of light, peace good people, peace
1: Fee how you feeling today?
0: I'm feeling like I need the peace in my home.
1: <laughs> you better bring it. I am. <laughs> I'm feeling light.
0: That's <laughs> wonderful. I'm so happy you're feeling light.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Sola Affirmation with Felicia and Kariga.
0: With Kariga and Felicia.
1: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think feeling light. I'm surprised. Right? I just want to say this myself. Um it could be just around the house operating kind of fluidly today despite how the day started. So, I think I have gratitude in this moment for how the home feels right now. That's good. But it didn't start that way.
0: <laughs> I'm looking out the window like in search of the lesson for me cuz I can't find it. I just I'm scanning <laughs> yeah. I I can't pick an affirmation
1: it... to me that sounds like the perfect invitation to go inward right because the answer ain't outside the window <laughs> No, legit though I get what you're saying about like just kind of the scanning looking into the days but based on what I remember and what I experienced it's an invitation inward and I have an affirmation to help us <laughs> investigate these feelings hmm. That cool hmm
0: mhm
1: i'm going to read from the soul affirmations toolkit for reflection and manifesting the light within mm-hmm. and i'm going to read from page 18 page 18 reads even a hard day is a good day because it will bring me closer to balance and understanding here i am posture to master my peace ooh <laughs> even a hard day is I'm a good day i just at the window <laughs> Because it will bring me closer to balance and understanding. Here, I am postured to master my peace. Fee, I'm I'm gonna let you. You don't got to talk about the affirmation. Uh, Talk about where this day finds you. (laughs) Give us, give us a little. uh, Yeah, give us a little background on how you got here.
0: I'm gonna be honest. Like for the most part, right now, I feel really good. But when, when having to reflect on how my day started. I'm looking out the window and my arms are crossed. And I'm wondering, is there help for me? Is there help out there for me? That affirmation is a really good affirmation. And I'm trying to like, when you're in the heat of a challenge or a hard day, that's really hard to apply. And it's not that this is even a hard day. It's a hard time for me in my processing. Because the truth is, Riga, I want to do things differently. I want to feel differently. Mm. And this morning... Kamali woke up at, well, the first time that she woke up was in the five o'clock hour. It was like 5.12 in the morning. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that she woke up, I sat up and I was about to go get her. And then I was like, I'm not about to go get her. It's five in the morning. Like she's got to go back to sleep. It's not time for her to come in this bed. Now, I have in my mind, like if Kamali wakes up in like the late six hour, like right before seven, easy. I will come in here and I will come get you and I will bring you into the room quickly because I want you to go back to sleep quickly. I don't want to lag time for her to be up Mm -hmm. and wake herself up more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she woke up at 512 and I don't think she ever went back to sleep. I went back to sleep and then I saw her at like six something. I don't even remember what side of the six it was. But I was like, all right, man, let me just go in there and get her because I've turned the volume down on my baby monitor. Hmm. And I can hear her loud. Okay. She is screaming, mommy, from the room, getting our attention. And this is what happens to me. When I go in there after she's been screaming for an hour and she sees me approaching the door, she goes, ah, okay. <laughs> and it's just like this relief <laughs> that someone heard her. Ah, hey, mommy. Like She's like chatty, uh-huh. happy, uh-huh. and this sense of relief. And then also- Sure, like, I knew you were coming to get me. You know what I mean? Even uh-huh. though it'd been a long time, I don't understand how she had the faith that I would come. I have left her in there for over an hour. Mm-hmm. But she was sure, so I pick her up. I rub her back. She rubs mine. We walk into the room, into our room, where you are sleep, snoring sleep, dark in the room sleep, all right? Good enough. She knows we're going to sleep. It's dark outside. There's no light. We are going back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I lay her down and she's tossing and turning and then she finds her way to you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Like now I'm going to just turn my back and go ahead and get back into my sleep because I know Rika got this. He's going to be able to put her back to sleep Mm -hmm. because she will fall asleep on her dad's chest. She's Mm -hmm. on your chest. Mm -hmm. She goes back to sleep. Yes, she does. Karika tries to um, scoot her off into the middle of us. And then that's when she's like, nah, I ain't having it, right? She Mm -hmm. didn't want to do that. In her sleep, though, she was still asleep. Yeah, so she's back on my chest. So she's like back on his chest. And then all of a sudden in her sleep, she decides, I don't even want to be on your chest anymore. I want to be on the edge of the bed.
1: Yeah, the outside.
0: The outside of the bed. What does that do for you as a parent? Now I'm waking up because I'm watching you making sure that you don't fall off the bed because if you fall off the bed, you'll wake up more and then we'll all lose sleep Mm -hmm. isn't that what's happening
1: that that is what's happening in your brain
0: that's what's okay that's what's happening in my brain Mm -hmm. so i'm up i see Karika. and i'm like okay we need to put a pillow right there so she doesn't fall off the side of the bed and Karika's like man i can see he's tired because he came in late last night from from a show so Mm -hmm. he's exhausted and i'm like okay we got to get the pillow there pillow is secured she's doing this thing where her legs are on the bed but she's like leaning her head over the bed which means she would fall head down if she would fall off the bed so we have to figure out a way to keep her on the bed without waking her up
1: yes and no what do you mean well your observation of her sleep and or awake is different than mine because she's on me right mm-hmm. and i'm at that point i'm deciding well. It's going to be what it's going to be, because once you decide to take your ass to the edge of the bed and put me in the middle as if I'm a child, <laughs> right? She climbed over me to go to the outside of the bed. She never goes to the outside of the bed. She doesn't want to be on the outside of the bed. She knew where I was and was climbing over me repeatedly. And i would yeah. put her back on my chest and she would then go to the outside of the bed. So I said to myself, well, maybe she wants her feet to hit the ground because that's how she starts her day. Right. But
0: she's still asleep.
1: I know. So when I put that pillow against the wall to brace her, I don't know what quality of sleep she was getting, but in my mind, I'm already reconciling the fact that my day is about to begin.
0: So that's not what's happening in my mind. I, we can in tell my her. mind, I am still very much working on making sure that she stays asleep. I will do anything that I can to secure the sleep. The sleep is so very important to me. Okay.
1: And I just want to make clear, <laughs> you guys, that we're not talking about She's not working to secure Kamali sleep. That's not what she's actually working for. I'd like there to be a little clarity around the sleep you're trying to secure because it's not Kamali sleep.
0: It's our sleep. She's going to get
1: it. She's going to get it no matter what. I'm
0: trying to secure our sleep. And you know this to be true. Mm -hmm. You know that this is how I feel. I want to make sure I get rest and you get rest because I can't get rest unless you have that rest, too. If I feel like you've been cheated on your rest and then you're going to like be with her on a day that you've been cheated on rest i can't sleep well knowing that i got more sleep than you you've been cheated on your rest let me
1: tell you the truth you you actually sleep just fine knowing you got more sleep than me however no however listen you do have a moral compass that wants me to get the adequate amount of rest that i deserve I don't have time or tolerance for when you throw a temper tantrum because I decide I'm getting up to attend to Kamali. So here's another part of this that happens is when I see that there's, there's no peace in the city. Okay. It's time to get the day started. Mm -hmm. So if Kamali says it's time to get the day started, I just have to reconcile like, this is how my day begins only in hopes that she would go to bed earlier or take a nap earlier.
0: So that's where I'm challenged. Right. I, that's hard for me. And I know I spend a lot of time around like Kamali's movement in the bed and all of this, but I'm trying to give a framing for like what I need. And I really, 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 really desire rest. So I really, really try to make sure that she, when she comes into our room, that she's at least sleeping another hour, two hours, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know that I can at least have that. If I find myself being shortchanged on that, it's very hard for me to reconcile with. Very hard. And I do get, I get upset.
1: Temper tantrum upset. I get
0: upset that I'm about to lose a sleep. So she wakes up, y'all, like after we tried to get her off the side of the bed, she finally wakes up and the first thing she asked for is water. Usually we have her water in our room just in case she asked for it, but we didn't have the water today. We had an old water bottle that is, I mean, it's a clean bottle, but she hasn't had a sip from that bottle in a while. So I see that bottle because I'm tired. And I'm not going downstairs to get another bottle. And I hand her the bottle of the old water. And Karika's like. all
1: I ask is. (laughs) How old is that water?
0: So I snatched that bottle. I'm hot. I can't believe he asked me how old that water. He know that water is old. Don't ask me how old (laughs) this water is. Do not ask me how old this water is. Ask me how much sleep are we going to get. Because (laughs) this is not important. And because he asked that. I guess what happened in my head. Is you judged you judged like my decision-making in that in that moment uh-huh. and and then it also let me know like oh okay you're not on program with me on getting rest
1: program See so-, so there is an internal drive that you have that is fully around rest rest is an important attribute it is it does support good health but when i have a toddler there's something antithetical around good rest and toddler. They just, they don't go hand in hand and everybody knows it. And I've actually seen it over and over and over and over again in the siblings and the nieces and the nephews. So I just accept this part of the journey, no matter how difficult it is, it right sizes at some point. I will acknowledge that there is a difference between you and I because to support us getting as much rest as possible, right? Kamali has access to being breastfed, a small window, like a 20 minute window a day. It only happens in the morning. And Felicia gives this to Kamali to supplement more sleep. So I know that nobody is willing to do more than you to secure your family's sleep because you have to use your body and make this decision. But second of that, when I asked Felicia just the same question she would ask, how does this water, where does this water come from? (laughs) She threw a damn temper tantrum. At this point, there was no temper tantrum happening. Kamali didn't have a temper tantrum?
0: No, she was. Water, water, water. That's not a temper
1: tantrum. She's just trying to make sure somebody hears her. So she's asking for water. And once Felicia uh, showed Kamali the yellow flask, Kamali once remembered, hey, that's a cool flask. (laughs) But let me tell you why it's not such a cool flask from the parenting experience.
0: It's a flask, y'all.
1: This thing drip water like nobody's business. So you got to
0: drink it like a big person. It's not no little kid water bottle where if it's on its head, it's not dripping. This thing, when the flap is open and the spout is out, the water is coming out. Yeah, you got to be sipping it up right. And if it's upside down.
1: So y'all, this is the, the, the woman who wanted this rest gave the child the leakiest sippy cup ever known. <laughs> ever known to the whole household and now the bed is simultaneously getting wet
0: well no that's actually not exactly how it went i know go ahead, after you said something to me about Flea. my she selection of that tantrum. water bottle i did in fact go downstairs in my feet to go get her her pink water bottle that had fresh water in it and then when i came back up i left the yellow one downstairs when i came back up i handed her the bottle and she didn't want that one. So now them. she's having a fit. I brought two. She didn't want that one or the other one. So now Kariga is going downstairs to get the yellow one that I left downstairs. And then he comes back up and he puts fresh water in it. Whole time she's screaming, water, water, water. Then she's mad. Dad's out the room. Dad, dad, dad. And now she's trying to get off the bed. Now for me, as soon as those feet touch the floor, it's a wrap. The day has started and I am doing everything I can in that moment while you're going to get the water to keep her on the bed because she is coming after you and I don't want to lose any more sleep. And I think at this at this point, like I can say in reflection, we're up. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll we're all you, up now. So I want you to admit, like, I'm like, at what point do you L.I.G.? Let it go.
0: But I fight for it. Riga, I fight for my rest. And so Kariga brings up the water bottle. And now we're in the bed with the water. And she's laying down.
1: Ain't rest supposed to be ease.
0: It's supposed to be. Off. So how you gonna
1: fight for rest?
0: I don't know. I just have to have it. I'll have to do everything I can to get it if something's trying to interrupt it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and so it's now crazy. she's laying in the bed and like we said with the spout, once it's open, it's like It's out. Yeah, if it's upside down, it's out. So you can imagine her laying down with it. It's running out. So now the bed is getting wet. And now sleep is becoming uncomfortable (laughs) it's getting to the point where shit impossible impossible because i'm opening my eyes every couple of minutes to check to see if the spout is upside down because i need to close it she's fighting to keep it open and it's just this ongoing i mean i'm just fighting i am fighting 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 fighting
1: what felicia doesn't know is the time when she went downstairs to go get the water bottle i also experienced that same tantrum right but what i'm telling myself is This is a toddler who doesn't fully have all their words, but has these feelings. And I'm going to be on the recipient end of these feelings only but for a short while, because every day her vocabulary increases and every day she's learning how to express herself more and more. So I tell myself that no matter when I'm experiencing this, it's only but a short while. I won't get to have this baby version anymore. So even though all the all the challenges and stressors she brings during this chapter, it also comes with considerably more favorable experiences that are also short lasting.
0: I agree with you, and I, I try to remind myself of that. You do, I do, I but it's very hard. In
1: the morning, I can't and, see it,
0: y'all, and it's very hard without adequate rest. I can feel that way <laughs> all day when I'm rested. I'm being honest with you. If I have full rest. Oh I am I am aware you know I am reflective I am affirming myself I'm doing these gentle reminders I'm being uh-huh. gentle and Riga I'm telling you without the rest for me
1: ain't no reframe It's
0: really difficult for me to reframe I'm I used to think I used to be teased about the way that I sleep from my friends everybody else can go off of less sleep than I can and I think because everyone else can do that It's easy to just be like, yo, what's up with her? Like she's sleeping. (laughs) But as I've gotten older, I'm realizing like, oh, no, no, I really do require this. Like this is really important to me and to who I am. I do not function well without it.
1: Yeah, but I I think you require it because you always get it. No. No. Yeah. Listen, listen to me. I think it's like any other pattern we form. The, yeah, you get what you want and then you require what you want because you deserve what you want.
0: No. Okay. What I'm saying is, you know how people when you can set your alarm for a short amount of rest because you have something to do the next day. Mm-hmm. I won't budge on that alarm if it's uh-huh. not the full rest. I've
1: seen it. I've seen it. It's, a- it's actually a very ridiculous performance. Felicia instead of just I will staying snooze asleep
0: every 8 minutes
1: for like 2 hours. I'm like what the hell is that? Just get up. If you can snooze that long and be in this mid-sleep, either commit to the full sleep or get up. So that, I'm not going to commit to this every 8 minute
0: increment sleep. So so what I'm saying is there's something here for me to explore about my rest. Right now I'm at a place where I am understanding that this is something that I need the same way that I need to eat and need water. Like the amount of sleep that I, I like, I just need a certain amount of rest. Yeah. Unless I'm like actually prepared. For instance, if we have to catch a flight and I finish packing at 2 a.m. and we have to be out the door by five, like I know that I'm not going to get the rest here, but I am aware that the rest is coming later. And I, I think what I'm experiencing, what Korea <laughs> is like looking at me like, I'm with you. That, that makes sense. Add. Okay, it does, does it? it? It
1: does make sense. And you could tell yourself the same on the other day when it doesn't go as planned.
0: It's very challenging for me to do that. And I don't know why. That's why I'm bringing it here. We can explore this. But to Correa's point, yes, I did have a tantrum. When I realized that this water was going to continue to spill in our bed and Kamali was not officially going back to sleep, I decided like, all right, like, F it, we just got to get up. And I got to take her downstairs because Kariga needed the rest. So I'm coming downstairs with her, and she is just as happy and sliding, and everything that she sees, like she is ready to go. And as I'm walking into the kitchen, one of those sippy cups that she refused, y'all, I did. I threw it. I just threw it into the kitchen out of anger and frustration. I just needed to let it go, like the, <laughs> the anger that I had. Mm. And I tell Rika all the time, like when I see Kamali have a tantrum, like I know that that's me. I know it's me. I know it's really hard to let go of something that you really, really, really want. Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't roll off the hand, man. Like it doesn't roll off the fingertips for me. It's a, I have to throw that thing. Like I'm hurt. And so I made her toast. I boiled her eggs. I started boiling eggs and I'm laying on the couch. And I actually fall asleep on the couch. Forgot the eggs was on the stove. Thank God my mama is here. <laughs>
1: okay. So I think during the time where you thought you were watching her, that's when she was at my door, dad, oh, dad. Did that
0: happen? Oh, she came up there big time. Hey, let me tell you, I was dreaming. Okay, I was dreaming about her and what was happening.
1: <laughs> this is a shame, but I want to I want to acknowledge the the ever expansive experience that parenthood is both angel parenthood and we are officially in the parents of a toddler right Mm -hmm. and it sounds like it makes you question everything you thought you know into questions yourself and what your true needs are assessing how it's going to all go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but i was something powerful you said around if you don't have adequate rest you can't properly reframe Mm-hmm. And I think that's true for many of us. And rest isn't just about sleep. Rest is about the, the body, the being, the soul. When you can have these peace of mind moments, you can reframe and without them, you can't reframe, which is makes perfect sense how we can exist in these spaces of conflict and or trauma without ever mm-hmm. having the opportunity to truly reframe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And while I know that I do, I, like, I don't try to tease you. It just ends up turning into a joke. But I know all the years that your rest has been a topic of conversation, but I want to say I truly admire it because I do understand how rest is connected to vitality, how rest is connected to wellness, metabolism, all types of things that just cannot be replaced by any other system other than rest, okay? So I just want to big you up for being somebody who models rest in the way you do. In terms of getting it. Thank you. Also. You're welcome. Also. You have a toddler. So. All that. All that. Listen to me. All that rest you're talking about. Like. I understand you want to be an anomaly. I understand you want to have rest. I understand you believe that your child was going to rest in I your didn't. favor.
0: I I thought she was going to go back to sleep. It's. it's no, no.
1: I'm not talking about today. I'm talking oh. about all the things you said while we were pregnant with her and all the things you said in the beginning. And I remember all the parents looking at Felicia with these just very kind, curious eyebrows. Like, oh, you really think that's how it's about to go, right? And
0: speak it into existence.
1: And Kamali has done some wonderful things for us concerning rest. And she slept through the night and she's Mm -hmm. gotten up and she's been kind. But the minute I see a temper tantrum as the beginning of a day from an adult, I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm in for a long day, because I can't count on mom. She's she's funking with the baby, out, right? Yeah. She's funking with the baby. When I heard her raise her voice at Kamali this morning, I
0: was like, what do you, want? what do you want from me? Right? <laughs> I did not say from me. No, I know. I know. I said, what do you want? Because I had three bottles of water, and none to, of them sufficed.
1: I had to put it on Dove. What do you want from me? <laughs> but no, listen. I was like, oh, one, I don't even care what's going on. I don't have a judgment. We just got to do something different. But I realized I was getting barked at, right? And I'm like, hold up. We I don't <laughs> no day starts like this. You, you can't bark at me in the morning. I don't care what Kamali's going through. I'm gonna get up and attend to it. Because that's just what I believe my role is. In fact, it happened all through early kamali right? Mm-hmm. When she was taking more naps and breastfeeding more, we got out the house so you can get more sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: how her and I went on all those walks.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm already used to absorbing that part of Felicia's rest. And I don't think anything's wrong with you getting the rest or requiring the rest you need. And I can't tell you how or when to reframe. That's not how it goes. But I will say, if I have two people having temper tantrums, <laughs> I'm going to have to make an executive decision because neither one of you are functioning at your highest self. So my solution was to get up and to go see about her. So I took her out of the room for a little bit too. You remember that? This morning? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he did. He did. And I was like, no, where are you going? Where are you going? And, and and I want to him her, to miss his rest. And I had to tell
1: her, it's not for compromise. Lay down. <laughs> right. I'm not making a compromise with you. Lay down. You're not fit to do this right now.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And I think what these moments reinforce for me is that no one truly knows how to do it. You show up and you do it your best. I see the moments that parents feel like they're over capacity. Like it's just too much. And the first Thing that comes to mind is my empathy for parents who's doing that by themselves.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: Like doing that by themselves, trying to get up and go to work and pay bills. Yeah. May or may not have another child, older child, drop somebody off at school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like the truly delicate human beings. Like they're out, they're out there as like portions of themselves
0: mm-hmm. running
1: on fumes. Mm-hmm. Trying to make a day work, mm-hmm. trying to make the goals at work work, mm-hmm. trying to do pickups and drop-offs, and then it makes me think I understand traffic and road rage. <laughs> no, if you think think about Yo, somebody who's running at that much of a deficit of themselves, trying to commute to a place that they're already late to, right?
0: <laughs> trying to get leaving by nine to get to a place by nine. That's Right, hard.
1: so. But no, it really, so all those things actually happened in my head. So today when I went to go run those errands and I knew that I was physically tired, I was like, you know what, man, everybody can have it today. If you're in a rush, you can have it today. If you want to go around me, you can have it today. If, if I'm driving too slow, I'll move out the way. You can have it today.
0: Wow. That's big.
1: And I would just move out there moving with grace.
0: That's big, Riga. Cause let me, Riga, Mr. Road Rage, Riga.
1: Road, that is not a, that is, I will not accept that moniker. I don't have road rage. Uh okay. do I do I have conflicts with other drivers? Do I get into arguments with other drivers? Mm-hmm. No, this is all internal. It's not
0: road rage. It's road rage, rage. It
1: is me trying to process the conflict in real time. And it suddenly doesn't make sense. But today. Mm-hmm. I just extended grace for myself and everybody else Mm. because this morning truly started much differently than I thought. Right. I went to bed the very last I had a show at new parish last night. It was an amazing experience, right? It was, it was like great, Mm -hmm. but admittedly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when the day started with all that funk on it, I said, nah, we not running one of those. (laughs) <laughs> so but I think that there's room to investigate it. It's not crazy. You're not tripping. You're not overreacting. You're being pushed to your limits.
0: Yeah. And and also, you know, as I'm reflecting on, I'm I'm trying to think of what are some other moments or other points in my life where I have felt this this fight where I will have this tantrum in fighting for what it is that I want. And it feels very much like anything else for me, really. Like if something is not going according to the way that I planned, it takes a lot of work for me to settle into the pivot that is happening like or making it a pivot, allowing myself to pivot. That is, that is some work that I have to do. It's not, I have not mastered the power of the pivot. And whatever that is, right, whether that is being okay with things not going according to your plans or recognizing that this is a hard day and it is an opportunity for me to grow in an area. In the moment, I have not quite mastered that, not just with sleep, even like
1: anything that's planned,
0: anything that's planned, my own plans, the plans that I make for myself that I may not even say out loud, right, like the version of myself who I thought I would be, that I planned for. It's why I have had to work. I've worked really hard around that, seriously, in my grief. I have worked really hard to reframe and learn how to be okay with things not going the way that I intended them to go.
1: I feel, Felicia, that's that's a profound observation. I don't really find myself smiling much when you're talking about your grief. But (laughs) but I was thinking about the challenge you have when when your plans present differently than you wanted them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I I think about the real emotional reframe Felicia has to do when it takes her like a whole day. When she's shopping online and she's looking at something and her size is gone. And then her size is gone.
0: That happened to me hey, just y'all, the other It takes shit
1: like a whole day to get over the it fact that her me. size isn't there online anymore.
0: When you make a plan for it. I just didn't have time in that moment. But
1: <laughs> well, no, all I'm saying is I'm just bringing up and I'm not doing like, yeah, you're right. I'm bringing up these instances as I hear you identify them. I'm thinking about what I see when you're experiencing them. And if nothing more, I think it's noble that you come to a space to reflect on it, right? No matter Mm -hmm. how much I laugh, (laughs) as somebody who's parenting with you, as your partner, as your husband, I laugh just because sometimes this is what I got to do. I just got to laugh it off because (laughs) I can't change anything about it and I'm not about to get upset too. I know. But I want to give you props for coming and examining the practice, examining the fluidity and the ease you want to live in, the pivot that you want to practice.
0: Really, I think what I experienced, and we've talked about this before, but like when I make a plan, I'd really like it to go according to that plan.
1: Yeah, we all do. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why people play.
0: But it it I have felt like it is really like once I make a plan, honestly, this is I'm just saying. Yeah. Since having Kamayu. I have honestly felt like damn whenever I make a plan I just cannot get that shit to happen and I don't like how that feels. Yeah. So as time has gone since then like I really wrestle with that. Well,
1: fortunately, <laughs> your husband has had several plans not go according to plan. He always since before, pills. since before Kamayu. I know. And several plans not go according to plan after Kamayu. So what I know is that Kamayu isn't the variable that changed my plans from uh, coming to fruition and then everything was just harder after that. Mm. I'm so aware of the wide range of possibilities, the ebbs and the flows, the abundance and the times of less abundance. I'm well aware of the ease and the try-agains and the try-agains and the try-agains. I have pursued so many try-agains in my life. Mm. It It is literally just part of my conditioning. If, if it goes on the first try, all good. But I wouldn't plan on stopping no way, mm. right? And literally, this is just how I look at it. So, the more time I take having to process the feelings around something not going the way I want it to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like the less time I have to actually do the action. So, I really, I still value investigating my feelings, but I've already accepted the fact that a plan may not go according to plan. So, in my, in in my, in my training, in my, uh, my personhood. I'm prepared to get my ass back up and go again. Mm. That's just how I'm conditioned. So when something is working on its first try, I'm like, stop playing with me. I could do this all day. Because the reality is that pivot, that reapproach, that reframe, it is such a part of anything that anybody has seen me do that looks like success. Mm. Everything has come with a pivot almost and a reframe and a try again. And, you know, maybe that is what success is
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, in one dimension.
0: I think so, too.
1: Right. Things having the ability to like. Plan and have everything go according to plan. That's a really great. I came up front. It ain't a great skill because don't shit go like that. It's actually a setup for a heartbreak. I do admire great planners and people who effectively get those plans through. Mm -hmm. But I remember in my my study uh, with Yusha, he shared a a suitor with me. I don't remember the particular passage, but it would say, surely we plan, but our lives are the best of planners. And he would always say that and Yusha was one of the most planning teachers I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Nobody had better lesson plans than him. (laughs) Nobody spent more time in. And that was like, he has a type A personality when it comes on the plans. But his faith was just always telling him that God is the best of planners. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in this journey, I value the plans and detailed plans. Uh, But I think even like good wedding planners, have room for they the best planners budget that something may not go the way it's planned, right? Mm-hmm. And the good plan is room with cushion, right? Mm-hmm. So I want you to keep planning. Some things only come to those who make plans for them and who prepare. If those plans include more cushion and less frustration. When it doesn't go according to plan, you'll arrive at the goal in a lot better condition. <laughs> and I know you didn't ask me my advice, but no,
0: no, no. I
1: can't I can't let you <laughs> I can't let you continue life with the frustration when things don't go according to plan. When I know that's what we would all love. Things go according to plan. <laughs> but where do they do that at?
0: Man. Not life. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate. I, I learned so much just now from listening to you because I was going to ask you, like, how do you keep trying again? But what you're saying is you prepare yourself for that. Right. Like,
1: yeah. And it's not a plan B. No, it's not it's, a plan B. It's, it's how much like, I got in the tank for plan A.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to have that. And that's not even a reframe. What is that? That's just a framing.
1: It's a frame, I, it used to be referred to as resilience, but I don't like it because the resilience that I felt that the academic institutions were measuring was how well somebody could endure plans that were set against them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the conditions that they were measuring our resilience against were poverty. Poverty is a design system. Stop acting like I'm special. Y'all shouldn't have designed poverty. It's not how well I can survive it, <laughs> right? So- Resilient used to be the term for it. Um, but I, I think as I take deeper journeys inward, um, I think it's just this ability to like resolve, reframe.
0: I don't think it's a reframe, but I think it's like a grounding mm. Mm. there's a mm-hmm. there's a, a grounding that you have based on your lived experiences, and you you use that as your frame. Of reference when mm-hmm. things don't go according to the plan, but it's it's like you prepare yourself for the reframe, you prepare yourself for the pivot, but you are grounded in knowing like that things can shift and they can move, and that you are equipped to adapt. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because it's a it's an important reminder for me that I'm also equipped with those things. Like I have lived experiences that have told me that hard days are good days, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that there is balance and understanding mm-hmm. and experiencing hard days and good days. Mm-hmm.
1: So Fee, I think you're fire, bro. I just want to really point that out. When, when I, when I, when I'm really enjoy talking to Fee, she becomes bro. Right. <laughs> because she's babe. But no. when I see you do the work, them, bro. I know because <laughs> you babe, when I see you doing something tight and, and it's something that, like you know, necessarily like I can't do, or or you're doing it at high level. I call you bro when I'm just like, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's that 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 um that tenacity, that investigative quality that you have, the thing that you have great resu- uh endurance at, is investigating the feeling. Mm. You will go the distance at investigating the feeling. And that's where we all are like, that's why feel is our partner. Because you bring those, really you 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 extract those understandings and you present them for us all. Because while I can talk about my ability to ground myself in having to try again, when I have that language, there are times where I don't want to. There are times where I don't want to just flip the table. I want to show you how far I could throw it. Yeah. Right. But if, I, cut. but if I have an awareness. Of what is happening inside of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: man, I can breathe my way through. What I can't understand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think breathing our way through what we don't understand is such a powerful tool. It is. And I'm almost sure you wasn't taking no deep breath when you was throwing that cup. Hell no, I wasn't. You I was remember, throwing that cup. <laughs> <laughs> <them short> breaths. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be having them short breaths mm-hmm. and getting long rest.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how I do.
1: <laughs> but now I enjoy investigating with you. And if Kamali is evolving us in this way, I welcome who she grows us to be. Yeah. Because every day that she grows older, She's more fierce, she's more competent, she's more curious.
0: Yeah.
1: And I wanna make sure that we are growing as her parents
0: mm-hmm. and
1: not requiring her to stay a baby version of herself, because we finally have comfort. If we must grow and expand and experience the discomfort, I take it all in stride if it means that we are becoming who we are called to be for the world, that she's about to inherit and the world she's going to impact.
0: Mm. Yeah. Come on, man.
1: Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Cariga.
0: With Cariga and Felicia.
1: And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Mm. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill. From our family to yours, may we all love more abundantly.
0: Peace. Peace.